Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump desperately want Trump gone, and I, I know that they desperately want it codified, that Trump cannot run again, because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes, and I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour three of the Wendy Bell Radio Program. As always, happy to be with you. I miss Rush Limbaugh. I miss his voice. I know so many of you do as well. Though I'm not upset that he hasn't seen some of the stuff that we've gone through these last couple years. Because sometimes it does feel like it's a little too much. It's hard to wrap your mind around the very real notion that they worked on a virus. That it was purposeful. That they made something in a lab lied about it and they made something purposeful to hurt people that that was the plan that's i don't think we can debate that and then everything that happened after it the health problems the people who have died suddenly The things medical examiners and embalmers are finding. You know, you cannot silence the truth forever. And it ought not take a Freedom of Information Act request for us to get the truth. And the moment I knew that that full saturation had happened. I was at a friend's house. And I heard another friend talking about needing a valve repair, something in her heart. I said, oh my gosh, I had no idea something was wrong with you. Are you okay? And she said, you know, I have this terrible tachycardia. I've got got this racing heart. I'll get up to 170 beats a minute. She's like, and it feels like I'm going to explode. 
And she says, I, I haven't done anything. I don't have family history. She's like, I know I was injured by that vaccine. This is not somebody who says that. I literally was stone-faced. What do you say? When you've suspected, you ask questions, you were silenced, you were squelched, you were fired twice <laughs> for saying, I, I think we need to talk about this. This is not right. We should not be sp- pushing something where we know nothing about its trial data. Is there any? Yes, there is. And no, they didn't want you to see it. <laughs> and there's a good reason for that. So when I heard this woman who's a friend of mine say that she believes that she's been vaccine injured and she needed to go to a freaking cardiologist and now has a permanent heart condition and needed to get, I don't know if it was a defibrillator or what she had to have implanted. That's real. That's not, that's not supposition. That's not like, oh, I heard somebody down the street. That's right there. It's in my nucleus. And it's happened to you too in yours. And look, I'm not about walking away from something because people don't want to talk about it. I get it. And I know a lot of people are very afraid And my goal is not to frighten you, but you must be educated. And it was in 2021 that we had Thomas Renz on this show. And we specifically brought him on because he was going to be the lawyer. He was representing three U.S. military whistleblowers. And one of the whistleblowers was like a lieutenant colonel in the in the Air Force whose job was to clear young pilots for service. And she had to ground them. Because of the adverse events, they were suffering because of the jab that they were forced to get. Enough. But it's heating up now. Ron Johnson and the fine work he's done on his panel, the senator from Wisconsin, he has been relentless. Look, they can la, 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 la. We see nothing. We aren't talking about anything. You could try to silence me, too. That's not going to change the facts. The facts are the facts. And I've got facts for you now from the Department of Defense by itself, their own admission. Here's the headline. U.S. Navy medical officer exposes Defense Department data showing alarming increase in heart-related issues among pilots following COVID-19 vaccination. Myocarditis up by 151%. Heart failure up 973%. Look, we can put our head in the sand about a lot of stuff, right? We can pretend that we don't see a lot of stuff, but they're still pushing this jazz on infants. The FDA just came out. Oh, the next booster, it's totally approved. Make sure your newborn gets it. Say what? How about a big fat no? Let's get to the story. Because I want you to hear this gentleman in his own words. This isn't me telling you this. This is him telling you this. And we broke into this DMED data back in 2021. You know, when they said there was a coding error, a glitch. That's why all these numbers were going haywire. Not because we put a toxin into people's bodies and their bodies are freaking out. Because that's the truth. Since the introduction of the experimental COVID-19 vaccines, the Gateway Pundit, which is where I'm getting this right now, has been covering numerous studies from health professionals, as have we, revealing startling findings that mRNA COVID-19 vaccines are linked to the rapid onset of heart-related problems in individuals across all age groups. Look, elementary schools and middle schools should not have AEDs in the school gymnasium because of students, maybe because of a grandpa 
or somebody older in the stands having a medical emergency, but not because it's P.E. on a rainy day and we're playing inside the gym. On Monday, Lieutenant Ted Macy, he's an active duty officer in the Navy Medical Service Corps and a whistleblower, revealed Department of Defense data indicating a significant rise in heart-related issues among military pilots following COVID-19 vaccination. You guys remember when we had the head of the Pilots Association on and I'm like, my brother, I've been looking at this data. We've been looking at it for two years. Pilots are absolute. Pilots need to be like tested for the utmost health and wellness and they're failing in droves. And I asked this head of the Pilots Association, I'm like, what are you doing? Commercial flights, like what if somebody in the in the cockpit? Because it's happened. And he's like, normally now, because of the problem, we have somebody else on board the plane. It's not an air marshal because they're worried about you and whether you flew into Washington, D.C. on January 6th. We have somebody else on the plane who is a licensed pilot who can jump in in the case of an emergency. That's where we are. And is that the guy in the back who we don't know is a pilot? Is he unvaccinated? Because that's kind of important. Lieutenant Macy, who also serves as a Navy health administrator and medical recruiter, shared these findings in a recent video, elaborating on concerns initially raised by his wife, Mara Macy, who's a candidate for Florida's 5th Congressional District in the U.S. House. And her post, his wife's post, as she's running for Congress, is saying basically the treatment of thousands of service members who left the military, 8,000, by the way, who were then dishonorably discharged, who lost their their pension or whatever they get, who, who lost their careers, who lost chances to advance, who, who lost what they got into it for. We should be giving them their jobs back with an apology. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. This goes way deeper than that. I want you to hear what this gentleman, Lieutenant Ted Macy, again, active duty officer in the Navy Medical Service Corps and a whistleblower has revealed about this Startling data, DMED data, you need to hear about. Go. So in July, uh, Undersecretary Cisneros acknowledged the DMED data, the database working properly, and also acknowledged things such as myocarditis rising 151%. So what I did, I went in today, um, I'm doing the same thing, five-year average. However, I'm comparing it to 2022, and I only... I'm using fixed-wing pilots and helicopter pilots, active duty. So we get hypertensive disease, 36%, ischemic heart disease, 69%, pulmonary heart disease, 62%, heart failure, 973%, other forms of heart disease, 63%, cardiomyopathy, 152%. That's scary. That's the military's own data. And when you've got Gilbert Cisneros, the Undersecretary of Defense for Personnel and Readiness, saying, yeah, that data is, that's good data. And your job is to make sure the military is ready. They're not ready, sir. They're injured. You're listening to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. We're back right after this. All right, so let's get a little bit deeper into this. So 
So this DMED, Defense Medical Epidemiology Database, U.S. military is this amazing thing. They have tremendous records. And in this database, they have records of all of the people, you know, their branch, what they've done, what their uh, background is, and all of their shots, all of their medical conditions, all of their uh, physicals. It's right there. And it's it's a really remarkable, closed environment, if you will, that the military actually does pretty well with until things go sideways. And it's got egg all over its face because people are getting hurt from the vaccine that was never meant to be safe or effective. It was meant to... uh, Fill in the blank. Your guess is as good as mine. Not supposed to ask about that. Judicial Watch sued the Department of Defense for these records concerning the Defense Medical Epidemiology Database. Do you think that somebody at the at the U.S. military might say, hey, Houston, we've got a problem. We're noticing an outrageous number of testicular cancer cases among our guys. And these women who are pregnant are losing their babies. Or the ovarian cancer skyrocketing, not to mention Guillain-Barre. Oh, was that one of those weird side effects during the swine flu of 1970? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, that's right. So weird. That's back. Bell's palsy. Strange cancers, people who've been in remission for years, people who've beaten their cancer. Congratulations, you ring the bell. Having family members who've rung the bell. It's a big deal. Oh, sorry, your cancer's back and it's terminal. Judicial Watch announced today that it has filed a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit against the U.S. Department of Defense. Good for freaking you. For records and communications relating to the data contained in the Defense Medical Epidemiology Database, the Armed Forces Health Services Branch Defense Medical Epidemiology Database is a web-based tool designed to provide access to a subset of data about our military. And it's actually pretty good. The purpose of DMED is to standardize the epidemiologic Mythology used to collect, integrate, and analyze active component service member personnel. They want to just make sure that you're healthy. All right. This is what this person with these tests, the physical, these are the results, blood work, blah, 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 blah. There you go. DMED. In February 2021, the ranking member of the U.S. Senate Permanent Subcommittee on Investigations, Ron Johnson, stud, sent a letter to the Department of Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, dipstick, highlighting reports from three whistleblowers about injuries to servicemen and women potentially related to the COVID-19 vaccines. And still they didn't do anything. Still they didn't comply. Still they didn't respond. Hi, we pay your freaking salary. How much do you pay in taxes every year, ladies and gentlemen? Do you wonder where it goes? Well, some of it goes to that clown, Austin, you, you don't have the ability, sir, to not respond. It's like Hunter Biden. Who the hell are you? You'll appear when we say you appear. That's when it happens. So this lawsuit, what do they want? All emails sent to and from Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin about this database, about vaccines. That's a pretty big one. How about all emails sent to and from Deputy Secretary of Defense Kathleen Hicks? How about all emails sent to and from Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff 
Mark Milley. How about all me emails sent to and from Vice Chair of the Joint Chiefs, General John Hyten. It goes on and on and on. Freedom of Information Act request. The data from Defense Medical Epidemiology Database shows skyrocketing levels of disease among military personnel. They were also published through an image shared on Facebook, which is corroborated. Percentage increase over the average of the last five years. This is in your medical, in the, in your military community. Heart attacks, plus 269%. Cancers, up 300%. Pericarditis, up 175%. Myocarditis. I'm married to a cardiologist. It's painful to say these things. 285% increase. Pulmonary embolism, up 467%. Up 470 Cerebral infarction, six, uh, 393%. Bell's palsy, up 319. Guillain-Barre, a 250% spike. Immunodeficiencies, 279%. Menstrual irregularity. You know, where people my age, 53, who ought not be menstruating, all of a sudden, surprise, it's back. As, as women in their 20s stop having their periods. Wait, what? I'm sorry. Miscarriage up 306%. HIV up 590%. Say what? Chest pain up 1529%. Labored breathing 905%. Neurological issues up 1052%. These calculations based on these figures are monstrous. So we are setting the table. Freedom of Information Act request filed. Department of Defense, you better pay attention because we're not fooling around. You can't hide. You can't lie. You can't cheat. You can't steal your way out of this because each of us knows someone who has been impacted by the biggest fraud ever perpetuated on the human race. And your fingerprints are on it quick timeout. When we're back on the Wendy Bell radio program, let's talk about this. Oh my gosh, Gretchen Whitmer. She wants to absolutely destroy Minnesota, Michigan, (laughs) and probably Minnesota. Next. How many of you out there believe that when you get in your vehicle, you are damaging the earth? I don't. I guess some people do. I don't. How many of you believe that when you eat a steak and somehow you're creating some ozone debacle that's going to roast the earth and cook your children into oblivion in 10 years? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't believe the people who talk about it. I don't believe the people who force you To be aware of it, I certainly don't trust all of the regulations and the rules and the nonsense, which are Democrat strategies to make your life miserable, unaffordable and inconvenient. That, ladies and gentlemen, in a nutshell, is your uniparty swamp creature Democrat Party machine. It's not freedom. It's not faith. It's not it's not family. It's not feeling good. It's not celebrating all of the reasons we should be joyful living in the greatest place on planet Earth. It's all reasons to hate each other, to be angry, to be grumpy, to walk around with the black cloud, to be worried about what everybody else is doing. 
You ever notice how all these people, these delinquents, all are trying to invade your privacy, tell you what to do? Gretchen Whitmer, you're an idiot. Let's just say what it is. You're an idiot. Okay? I don't like to judge. I'm going to judge. Step away from the Botox and move along. You are bad news for your city or your state, lady. Bad news. Do you hear about this? With the stroke of a pen, Gretchen Whitmer signed legislation yesterday to make the state of Michigan 100% fossil fuel free. Haven't you wondered why they're so horny to do this sort of stuff? Why? Joe Biden campaigned on it. It's this alternate economy that's basically run by China. Right. Where do all the windmill parts come from? Because, you know, those windmills are really moving the needle. (laughs) Right. Where do they come from? Oh, China. All those batteries for your electric cars, the Teslas that are stupid. Sorry, my personal opinion. Ah, China. How about all the solar panels that you're supposed to go out and buy? Because that's going to move your needle even more. China, of course, alternate economy. Joe Biden's got some bribes to pay back. Let's just say that. Did you guys know? Let's talk about the things that are made in this world out of fossil fuels. Let's go. Denture adhesive. (laughs) Thank goodness I'm not there yet, but maybe someday I will. That's going to be a real hard sell for a lot of folks, right? Just ask Nancy Pelosi. Speakers, tennis rackets, nylon rope, water pipes, shampoo, Guitar strings, antifreeze, football helmets, luggage, wheels, land, hand lotion, candles, rubber cement, ice cube trays, electric blankets, fishing boots, trash bags, roller skates, paint rollers, aspirin. Oh, goody. <laughs> I didn't know. Awnings, eyeglasses, safety glasses, shower curtains, surfboards, house paint, dice, glycerin, synthetic rubber. Electric cars. <laughs> electric cars. Footballs, detergents, tents, telephones, cameras, bandages, hair curlers. I don't need any of those. Drinking cups, ammonia, shaving cream, soft contact lenses, artificial limbs. Good luck with that one. Computers. Balloons, crayons, pillows, artificial turf, model cars, movie film, cold cream, dentures, anesthetics, enamel, heart valves, combs, clothes, I mean, asphalt. Other than that, I got nothing. Pretty much everything in an operating room. You know what? Well, bicycle tires, golf bags, perfumes, shoe polish, toolboxes, petroleum jelly, faucet washers, caulking, motorcycle helmets, cassettes, dresses, <laughs> ink. Hey, Gretchen, in a nutshell, you're an idiot. I want to read you guys this because it's, it's, there are five states. This is now, Michigan is now the fifth state. Who are the five? I think I wrote them down. Connecticut. New York, Oregon, and Minnesota. Rhode Island gets the prize, though. Rhode Island. You're so good. You're going net zero in a faster time. 10 years from now, 2033. Good luck. That'll be fantastic. Zero. Zero. This whole idea is is based on the the notion that here in the United States, specifically you, because no other country is doing this. You know, people in Africa aren't like, oh, we're destroying the planet. They're like, oh, can I get some food, right? Some areas, can I get some water? We're told that in a country that is 4% of the global population, that we need to change everything that we're doing while 
India and China can pollute and make coal-fired power plants and do whatever the hell it is that they do. Not your problem. You do you. <laughs> Whitmer signs climate change legislation setting 100% clean energy standard for Michigan by 2040. It's, it's dumb. Now, this is dangerous, too, because part of this legislation is to create a panel. There's going to be like a, a select committee. <laughs> it's not the people who vote on these issues. It's not the people who say, you know, you farmers, you farmers, I know you like food. I know you like growing stuff, but we're going to use your land instead. And we're going to grow uh, solar panels where we're going to put everything solar panels. Because in the story you're about to hear, there's one farmer who's saying, this is great, who's been cherry picked by these climate lunatics to pretend that one, we're in peril and immediate action is necessary. And two, that shutting down the use of fossil fuels is going to change, number one. Because what number two is going to do is going to bankrupt. You thought COVID was bad? This will bankrupt the United States economy. So we found this, art, this story, and I think it's a great synopsis. Pay attention, because if you live in a blue state, your governor is already thinking about this. They're already on track to do this because they have to prove to whomever the puppeteer is that they are worthy. Yes, we are worthy. Here's your story. It is from WILX in Michigan. I think this is, I forget this city, Lansing. This is the clean energy goals going net zero, no more fossil fuels by 2040. Congratulations, Michigan. You guys rock. Listen. The bill signed today included clean energy targets for Michigan, such as reaching 100% renewable energy by 2040. The bills detail how Michigan will reach that goal by transitioning existing utility workers, implementing utility cost savings programs, and giving a statewide commission the authority to approve local clean energy projects. A seven-bill package, making Michigan the fifth state in the nation to pledge clean energy by 2040. This package of legislation will lower costs for families, will create amazing good paying jobs in Michigan, and will put us in the driver's seat in terms of leadership and responding to the climate crisis in America. Putting Michigan on the path to get rid of coal plants and create utility scale wind and solar farms. They're big developments aimed for rural areas that have been largely halted by local residents. Green energy projects can now move forward as power was given to the private property owners and the state. Fortunately, with the development and passing of Senate Bills 277 and 502, small farmers like myself will now have the option to keep their family heritage and not have to resort to selling their land. Those opposing the bills say it's government overreach. The Michigan Township Association says these decisions should be up to the whole community. That is a community where they, they live, they reside, may work, and these facilities, when they come in, are probably going to be there anywhere from minimum of 25 years to 50 years. As frustrations over the developments continue, today's bill signing was nothing short of a celebration. Those in attendance promoted unionized clean energy jobs, environmental benefits, and enhanced reliability and affordability for utilities. Bringing billions of federal tax dollars home and private investment into our communities. Together, we are protecting our air, 
our water and our land while focusing on taking climate change head on. Does, does somebody want to tell Gretchen Whitmer that all of the gobs of makeup that she's presently wearing and the new influencer guy, the new tranny guy at Target likes to wear as well, that this is all petroleum-based makeup? <laughs> I don't want to see you, sister, without it. Did you hear what they said, though? Good-paying jobs. Life-sustaining jobs. You know what they also promised? That's what GM promised. Out at its Lordstown, Ohio plant. Because I remember that. Because I don't live that far from there. Oh, we're going to transition. We're going to get this other ancillary business. We're going to make the, the batteries for these electric cars. Ultima, Ultima cells or whatever it was called. Everybody's going to be fantastic until they filed for bankruptcy. All the jobs went away. Every single business, even just related to the automotive industry, ladies and gentlemen, goes away. Poof. Because if you don't have fossil fuels anymore, if you're not going to run gasoline-powered vehicles, you don't need a lube, go- a lube change. You don't need all of the various components with your car that you normally have serviced. All of those jobs go away. The manufacturing, all of it. Good paying jobs. And you know what? We've decided just to streamline things a little bit. We're going to create our own commission and they'll be able to rule. I mean, they'll be able to decide um, where these things go and whose family farm is the sacrificial lamb first for all of the wonderful machines that we want to bring in. And you guys are going to love it. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be. It's magic is what it is. Where is every single Michigander? who's not been red-pilled by these people. Because you know what's coming. It starts slowly like it did with the vaccine. It's gonna, it stops with you. It's, it's, it's no more infection. You're doing, it's for the greater good. To, you better get it because it's really important. To, it's gonna be a winter of darkness and death and magas to blame. You can see it all. It's not a stretch. Because they're crazy. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, I got a little good story for you. All right? A female pool player, champion, steps out away from the table when they bring in a dude to play in her female competition. Oh, boy. (laughs) It's next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious <laughs> was he a migrant i don't believe so who was he a criminal i believe so yeah we were just talking about that story that kind of po- sometimes every now and again a story just pops in your news feed and you're like what's this and it was about a guy <laughs> who's a criminal in some capacity and in order to smuggle his gun or hide his gun, he put it up his butt. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> uh, hopefully it wasn't loaded. <laughs> I mean, that could do some real damage. <laughs> Is that bad joke Friday a couple days early? That goes under the category. You just can't make this up. Oh, my gosh. Holy cow. And they didn't tell you it was an AR-15. 
It was a bazooka. Oh, for heaven's sakes. It's so gross. Well, I stumbled upon this story. So there's a woman named Lynn Pinches, okay? And she's super cute. She's English, and she's a really good pool player. So have this big competition, and she, like how many other women in this world of total nut job crazy, is forced to compete against at the last minute some dude. Some dude who fancies himself a woman, but as we say, if he's got an apple... Has a banana. He's got a banana. And she was well too aware of that fact. Lynn Pinches walked away from her women's pool championship game to show her rejection of the transsexual demand that men can pretend to be women. This is an unassuming woman. She's she's a bland looking, kind, middle aged woman who obviously is really good playing pool. So 12 days later, on November 26th, the English player got her deserved prize and applause from her fellow pool players. So little, she walks in. She has no idea. This is the game. This is the, what is it, a match? What is it in pool? I don't know. A game. I'm going for the championship. I'm English. I'm ready to go for it. And it's a dude who has signed up. Now, what is it about a man that, that I mean, what, why, why? Just because, because they can inject themselves and this story is something that it ought not be. It's about extra, not equal, extra. And she said, screw it. I'm not doing it. You can stuff it. And so she walks into her pool hall and she doesn't think anything magnanimous. You know, she's not like, I am so important. I just decided not to play the championship game. And I just said, you, whatever, you can have it. So the guy defaults and he wins the championship. Doesn't that just frost you? So she walks in to the place where she normally plays. And it's so cute. You don't even have to see the, the, uh, hear the audio. And all these people are gathered around and they're kind of awkward. And nobody says anything. And she walks in and she's like, what's going on? This is odd. Are we on candid camera? Like what? And all these people from her past and her present and her pool hall and her supporters and people she hasn't seen have filled this one pool hall and they have a trophy for her instead. And this is where, this is where we are. She decided to, at the spur of the moment, I'm not going to compete against you because I'm not going to entertain your ridiculous fantasy that me playing against a man in a woman's competition makes any kind of sense. I would rather forfeit and say, I'm not playing. I would rather get out of the pool than continue your ridiculous charade of suck. And she goes about her life, realizes that she probably could have won and tossed it anyway because by golly, it was a matter of principle. And... All of these people came out. They had made a trophy for her, a simulation of what she would have won if she had beaten the dude. But beyond that, the support and saying, we've got your back. We're on your side. She had earned her final place at the English Pool Association's 2023 Champion of Champions Ladies on November 12th. But the mother of three, walked away when the association allowed a man to take the other side of the table after he used transgender, his transgender claim 
to beat a series of women. A video of the moment shows that Pinches and Haynes, the guy, vied to see who would break. She won, shook hands with Haynes, but then walked towards the tournament official and officially declared a forfeit. Pinches proceeded to unscrew her pool cue, pack it up. Haynes raised his hands in disbelief. What? Realizing what was happening, the crowd loudly cheered and applauded Pinches for walking away. Two other women had earlier walked away from the pool table rather than play a man pretending to be a woman. We will not be silenced anymore. Pinches tweeted on November 24th, it takes a huge amount of courage to walk away from any match. And her applause came in via Twitter from a world of women and men who opposed the claim that men can just switch sexes by announcing they've got gender identity. There is the ultimate writing of wrong. The ship has been has been drifting. It has been tilting, if you will, and it's time for us to take it back. Now, could you imagine that one woman doing one simple thing, not for fanfare, not for headlines, for no other reason other than she knows right from wrong, could take off the way it did. Good for her. We hope you've enjoyed this Wendy Bell Radio program. We hope you will join us tomorrow. Same time, same place, 21 hours away. I already cannot wait to see you. Until then, peace.